Not a matter of if, but when a crisis could rock your world. I'm Roshini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real-world crisis or a multifaceted controversy. My crisis squad and I are here to find solutions. We also talk with thought leaders who enlighten and challenge us. Today, my guest asks all of us to be part of the solution, the solution to preventing fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. Molly O'Brien is executive director of Proof Alliance, a national leader in the fight to prevent and improve outcomes for those affected. Molly is a former anthropologist and archaeologist who uses her background to address one of our most enduring relationships, a relationship with alcohol and its impact on our society. All this while the nation experiments with the alcoholic-free beverage craze. She's here today for the case file I call Zero Proof. We hear a lot about the sober curious movement, people cutting back on alcohol use. More bars are offering N.A. drinks. If you walk into a liquor store, you're quite likely to see N.A. beers and wines along with the alcoholic versions. My guess is Molly is all for the zero-proof tendencies, but let's first look at some staggering facts. From the Centers for Disease Control, they tell us 13.5% of pregnant adults in the U.S. reported drinking during pregnancy. 5.2% reported binge drinking in the past 30 days. FASD affects 1 to 5% of U.S. first graders, according to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Molly, please explain fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. Fetal alcohol spectrum disorder impacts one in every 20 kids. That is one kiddo in every classroom across this nation. That is staggering. And I think what people might not understand is what is this exactly? I think autism gets a lot of play, other disorders or diseases or different kinds of things that happen at birth or shortly after birth get a lot of attention in the media, but I don't know that FASD does. I think you're right. Prenatal alcohol exposure affects one in every seven babies. It causes fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, and that's sort of an umbrella term, so covers things like brain function, development, learning, behavior, social skills. So every child who's affected or who has an FASD, it's going to look a little bit different in every child. Uh, But autism, right, 1 in 59, FASD, 1 in 20. Yet it's sort of missing from the narrative. Yeah, it is missing. And here's a stat that we found and I find very alarming and sad and hopefully you would say preventable. Globally, 1,700 infants are born with an FASD each day. I mean, think about that. 365 days a year times 1,700 per day. So what Proof Alliance is doing is really trying to first educate, as I understand things, and also engage women who want to become pregnant as well as those who are pregnant. So what are some of the things that I guess are the myths out there? Because I think a lot of times you hear many of us as well as pregnant women saying, oh, my doctor said I could have one drink. Absolutely. One of the common pregnancy books that's out there, the most popular, still says it's okay to have a glass of wine every once in a while, maybe one a week. And it's not. There is no amount that is safe. And how do we know that? Because I know Proof works with a lot of medical types and researchers. Is it just the statistics show that or how do we really understand that? 
There isn't a, a threshold that is considered safe. It really all depends on the person who's pregnant, right? The genetics, their diet, their age, their tobacco use, other substance use. So it depends on a lot of different factors, but no amount is safe. All right. Let's talk about kind of the different parts of the pregnancy. What we understand from your data is that you're 12 times more likely to have FASD, or the baby is, if the mother was drinking in the first trimester. 61 times more likely to have FASD if drinking in the first and second trimesters. And then it multiplies even more than that if drinking is happening in all three trimesters. It just seems like such a simple message, Molly. Why do you think we still have women who are trying to get pregnant as well as others who are pregnant still drinking? It is simple. There's no safe amount. There's no safe time. And there's no safe kind during pregnancy. The beautiful thing about this topic is it's 100% preventable. I want to talk about the zero-proof movement or this sober-curious movement. There are restaurants, bars that some of them are fully alcohol-free. Some of them are featuring and really advertising these fun, exciting drinks that have no alcohol. What is Proof's take on that? Proof Alliance isn't against alcohol. Proof Alliance is for alcohol-free pregnancies. I remember when I was pregnant 17 years ago, and back then, if you weren't drinking, immediately people thought, you must be pregnant. These days, there's so many choices that are available, and it makes it much easier to have an alcohol-free beverage during pregnancy than it used to be. Yeah, I mean, it's actually really cool now, isn't it? There are Days that are dedicated to alcohol-free restaurants, whole restaurants, whole bars, whole menus. And I find that really rejuvenating. Even as someone who's a foodie, I'm well past my pregnant childbearing years. So that's really not the issue for me. But I think it's one of those things that maybe society has caught up with Proof Alliance. And, you know, another consideration is it's not only not okay to drink during pregnancy, But oftentimes what happens is someone doesn't know they're pregnant yet. They've been drinking. So it's really also important to not drink when you're trying to get pregnant or could become pregnant. Let's talk about that, okay? So we still have doctors out there who are saying it's okay to have one drink here or there. How do you have a healthy conversation with your doctor if you yourself aren't a medical type and aren't as fully educated on this topic? Well, it's really interesting. The CDC just over a month ago, came out with a study. And the study shows that doctors are doing a pretty good job of asking women if they are drinking during pregnancy. So that is a great start. About 80% of women get asked. The problem is, in terms of then taking that next step and saying, okay, you are drinking during pregnancy. Here's what we can do about that. Here's how I can get you connected to community-based resources to support you. That piece, that conversation, that critical conversation is falling between the cracks. Only about 20 to 30 percent of women are being actually connected to the resources they need to stop drinking during pregnancy. So those resources would be because maybe they're addicted. Is that what you're saying? It's not as easy as just saying, stop, here are the really alarming statistics. Right. If women have longstanding chemical health issues, it's not just a matter of quit drinking. Those women need support and long-term recovery support to support them to to continue sobriety throughout that pregnancy. What would you say is the message from you and Proof Alliance to doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals out there listening right now? How can they be that first step to a good way of life? Share the appropriate, correct information. There's so much misinformation out there. Ask your patients if they're drinking alcohol during pregnancy. 
If they are, or even if you see that look in their eye like they might be and they might not be telling you, get them connected to community-based resources in their neighborhood where they can get that support they need. What's a community-based resource? When you say that term, what does that mean to the real person? What are we looking up? Where are we telling them to go if someone doesn't know about Proof Alliance and Proof Alliance isn't in their neighborhood? There are wonderful organizations out there like Avivo, Wayside, Rochester Family Services. What about all over the country? Because people are listening to this everywhere. There are organizations all over the country that can support women around chemical health during pregnancy. And one thing that people don't realize is that of all the drugs, alcohol, tobacco, all those things, alcohol is the one that has the lasting detrimental effects for the rest of one's life. So if someone's sitting in Toledo, Ohio or Naples, Florida, and they need help, who do they call? I mean, do they call a hospital and say, I need help, I'm a pregnant woman addicted to alcohol? Talk to your care provider, your doctor, your nurse, right? They can get you connected to that resource in your own community. What can the rest of us do who aren't trying to get pregnant but want to support our friend or our loved one? Baby showers are often filled with mimosas, right? So have some mocktails at your baby shower. Simple things like that. Have those alcohol-free beverages on hand and available for everyone to enjoy. That's a really great tip. What are some of your favorite non-alcoholic cocktails or beers and wines? Anything can be turned into a mocktail. Do you have some ginger ale? Do you have some tonic water, some juice? Mocktails are easy to make, and at most restaurants now, you can find lots of things on the menu that are alternative to alcohol. And put a little orange on top, and it, it's pretty, and maybe a straw or a little uh, umbrella, and they're, it looks great. They're often fancier now than the alcoholic beverages. Thank you to Molly O'Brien, Executive Director for Proof Alliance. Learn more about this vital work at proofalliance.org. Today's Crisis Brief is dedicated to mothers everywhere. Number one, if your doctor says just one drink is okay, think again. If you have been drinking while unknowingly pregnant, talk to a doctor who's informed about fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. Number two, FASD can lead to lifelong challenges. If you or your child were exposed to alcohol prenatally, talk with your healthcare provider for a proper diagnosis. Number three, pregnant or not, there are numerous health benefits to cutting back and stopping drinking altogether. They include better sleep and possibly reducing your risk of certain cancers. Thank you to our podcast producer, Kim Inslee, and audio engineer, Tom Hamilton of Undertone Music. Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com for the show archive plus special videos. Subscribe to our YouTube page on thecrisisfiles.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at The Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals to help with your specific need. I'm Rashini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.